Moncrief on News Talk. Now, in this country, it's got close to impossible to operate without a bank account. Few people get paid in cash and those without accounts are referred to as unbanked, as if there's something wrong with them. Yet banks are private companies and in a similar fashion, it's getting increasingly difficult to do various things without an online presence, for instance, and specifically an email address. But again, email came from the private sector and is run by private companies. Those without are effectively excluded. Katrina Redmond is cost of living expert with the Irish Examiner. Good afternoon, Katrina. Hi, Sean. Uh, So say you want to set up a bank account, for instance, and you don't have an email address. What can you do or can you do anything? Oh, you can absolutely go to branch if you can find a branch near you that's open and that's easy to get to at a time that's convenient to you. And you can set time aside because you can expect a queue. I think when it comes to needing an email address, in today's society you can get away for an awful lot of things without an email address but it requires a certain amount of dedication to stick to not needing an email address yeah Uh, but say in terms of government services and and that kind of stuff there seems to be a lot of email address uh, addresses required there absolutely need a government uh, an email address to deal with government services You, you you can get away without it but it just simplifies things. For example, your public services card, you, to get access to online services from the government, you need your public services card. The very simplest type of public services card, you need an email address to activate it. And then it also needs to be linked to a mobile phone um, so that you can receive um, two-factor authentication so you can access the rest of everything else, including stuff like your PRSI contributions so you can figure out what what amount of pension you're entitled to, access to the likes of applying for a driving license um, or driving, <coughs> applying for a driving test. You need an email address for that as well. It's, 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 nowadays, it's a very basic requirement. I was discussing it with my family earlier on and all of us, have email addresses obviously like we're more kind of digital native um people my parents are a good bit older than me obviously and (laughs) they have email addresses um, and they use it but my children so i and one of my other siblings registered our children with email addresses when they were born we parked email addresses relating to their names so that our children would have email addresses connected to their names to use mm. when they grow older, so that they're not using daft or creating daft email addresses when they go looking for work or sending out CVs and stuff like that. Oh, so you didn't want to give them the job themselves in case it was like I love boobs at gmail dot com. Well, yeah, of two boys, so that that is, I suppose, a possibility <laughs> in the future. <laughs> um, but um, but it, but it, 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 it's more that when they were born to make sure that that I park the email address that relates relates to their name in case somebody else comes along that tries to get it. I had an issue, um, I've, I've quite an uncommon name, and yet there is one other person in Ireland who has the same name and mm. regularly gets confused yeah. with the email address. And just going back to the public services card, because that's, uh, that's vital for so many other things. So is it impossible yeah. to get a public services card without an email address? You can go to your local social welfare or your, they're now called Intreo office, and you can organise that in the office. But waiting times there at the moment are very, very long. Intreo office workers are working 
I can't emphasize this enough, incredibly hard because they're onboarding all of our new Ukrainian guests and asylum seekers, they're also being processed through the offices. And you can expect to wait. Well, the last time I went there for something in the last couple of months, I had to wait for two hours to be seen. Mm. So you really have to, if you don't have an email address, you've got to set the time aside to deal with public services, with banks, with businesses, everything that you want to do, you have to set time aside to do it. An email address circumvents all of this extra time that you need and then you have to wait for somebody to email you back. But you don't have to go and stand in a queue or go somewhere to get work done. Sure, but people, for various reasons, then you to think, even as a basic right, why do you have to have an email address, if you know what I mean? If you don't want I to have I completely agree with you. You should, you should be able to be a non-digital, you should be able to be offline in a digital world if you choose to be. You know, you, you should be able to choose to be online or offline. There should be no requirement on you to deal with businesses or the government. But what has happened is that, and particularly over the last couple of years of COVID, emails became the easiest way to deal with people when you couldn't meet them in person. And it's become the norm now that you have to, de- you know, if you want things to happen, if you want things to happen quickly, you have to use an email address. And it, and there's other issues as well. For example, bank branches have closed. Government offices have closed. Some government offices never reopened because they don't have the people to staff them. Um, businesses have gone to an online model. So increasingly, people who don't have an email address are being alienated from society. Yeah. And this even extends to things like if you want to get a bargain in Tesco. Yes. So it's not just Tesco. There, is, there are other supermarkets in Ireland, including SuperValue, that if you want to benefit from the special offers for Tesco, it's the club card. For SuperValue, it's the real rewards card. You have to have a real rewards card or a club card. But to set yourself up with that, you need an email address because you need to be able to access the points. So it becomes, you've got this this kind of trade-off between the supermarkets and yourself. If you want a special offer, you have to give them your email address and use their card, use their loyalty card. If you don't, it, 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 otherwise you have to pay quite a large amount more. I mean, uh, Tesco in particular, it's very clear that if you go in and you do a shop without your club card, you could spend, on a weekly shop, you could spend 30, 40 euro more than a, your counterpart going in and using their card. Yeah. And I suppose, yeah, Netflix, streaming services, all that kind of stuff. That all yeah. There's no way around that at all, I would imagine. No, none. So, I mean, you can watch TV if you use rabbit ears or use the aerial. But even if you want a satellite dish nowadays, you need an email address. That's if you want an account with the likes of Sky or any of the other services. Obviously, for broadband, you need an email address. It, it's when you start drilling down and you begin to realise how much you need it. For example, I need an email address to deal with my kids' schools. Yeah. Because I need the app to be able to correspond with the schools. And to be able to talk to the teachers, I need an email address. If, if I want to contact my GP, they're very busy. They may not necessarily answer the phone. I can get in touch with them by sending them an email. It's, it's on a very, very basic level. We use email addresses every day now. It's, 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 it's bonkers when you when you sit down and you think about how many times you will have sent an email or used an account that's connected to an email during the day. Yeah. Even right now, I'm talking to you on my phone. I have a smartphone. You can't have a smartphone without an email address. No, absolutely not. And, and, and I know when I kind of started this off, I was kind of comparing it to the way, you know, we're all required to get a bank account 
a few years yeah. ago. But, it, but it, there is kind of an analogy there to an extent that uh, so many places now you and uh, you can't pay cash anymore. You have to have a card. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. even uh, gov- uh, many government services uh, are, are like that. Uh, so, gosh, there's uh, like I had, I had fill out a form yesterday for a government service, and I was required to give them my email address. I, it was a paper form, believe it or not. It was a paper <laughs> form, and I had to put it in the actual post, but I had to give them my email address. There's no way out of it, really. What kind of trapped within this? Yeah, and I really feel for particularly people who decide not to. I mean, there is an argument there that you shouldn't need an email address. And emails can be pervasive. Like, I work in, in, in media, I could receive upwards of 100 emails a day that I have to deal with. And people should be able to have this right to switch off. This is something that we're all talking about at the moment. So you really feel for people who are trying to switch off from social media and from dealing with technology. But I also feel for people who are not digital natives, so particularly older people who would not be comfortable using the internet, using smartphones and connecting with government services and businesses by email. Yeah, because I suppose whilst on the one hand, emails are very handy as a form of communication, when you're dealing with businesses, it can also be a form of currency and that these things can be sold on. Yes, they can. And it, it can be a dangerous thing to give, your, to give a company your email and then to give them consent to contact you for marketing purposes or to pass on your details to third party um, companies who may be in, may, you may find interesting. You could end up receiving an awful lot of spam. Oh, yeah. An awful lot. Yeah. Katrina, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Katrina Redmond there, uh, a cost of living expert uh, with the Irish Examiner. A few comments on that. Uh, one uh, texter says it's the same with needing a phone. Ticketmaster are pushing everyone to use their phone as their concert ticket. I find this infuriating. I like to leave my phone at home when I go out. And now we are forced to have to bring a phone just to gain entrance. And of course, using a phone means our data is surveilled and sold so they can make money off us. It's just wrong. And uh, well, yeah, I don't know how that works exactly. You know, sometimes people have gigs and you all have to put your phone into one of those bags. Presumably they look at your, your, your ticket first or do you have to go back to the place where you put it in a bag and take it out and show it to them and then go back and put it in the bag again? Uh, I've uh, heard so somebody else, although I don't recall offhand where exactly, that having an email address which contains your full name makes it easier for your identity to be stolen. I could see kind of the logic about that. Uh, someone else says, whatever about being forced to create an email account... Why do they think uh, the person who just uh, been made to get one will have any idea how to use it? It's setting them up for failure. If they've gone this far without an email address, they're hardly going to be eager to adapt to using it just because they have to. Uh, well, that's true. I, but I suppose we're kind of so much of, of uh, in the modern world today, uh, an awful lot of uh, knowledge is presumed that we're, you know, supposed to have. Uh, Groyner says, I agree wholeheartedly with that speaker. We're being collectively herded into technology, whether we like it or not. The discounts in supermarkets must be an issue for the competition authority. 
forcing people to give up their personal data, which could be sold by those reward card operators in order to obtain certain prices. We have walked into all this stuff without any interrogation of the effects. And uh, Mary says, what's wrong with using email addresses? I think they're great and takes away waiting on post. No, they are great. No one's saying that they're not great, Mary. But at the same time, I suppose the point is that if you don't want to have one, why are you forced to have one? And, you know, almost like the modern world is uh, shaped that way. Uh, Someone else says you need an email address to get a broadband service. What a terrible dilemma for dedicated Luddites. Can we start a Zoom cancelling service uh, for those affected? No, because you need a smartphone for that. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.